You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about the fourth face of the love of God. So let's go to our text, and there's the reason. I'm doing this on purpose. I'm burning this into your mind. I want you to be very familiar with the basis of this belief and teaching, which is Ephesians 3, 17, 18, and 19. Actually, there's a whole prayer here, and this is only a small part of it. I would encourage you to read the whole prayer and memorize it. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That's one of the things we pray. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, he prayed that we would know the height of God's love. Height is associated with the believing nature of God's love. Now, in reverse, unbelief, not believing, is one manifestation of the absence of love. Listen to Hebrews 3.12. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. He doesn't say, lest there be in you a wonderful heart of unbelief. No, it's evil. When you don't believe, unbelief is not neutral. It is negative. It's evil. And he says, when you are in unbelief, you depart from the living God. So you cannot be close to God if you're full of unbelief. Faith, then, is a manifestation of love. Love people are faith people. Uh, Those who limit God cannot begin to express God's generosity. You can't be a generous person if you limit God, if you don't have faith. Uh, This is why many people fall into envy. And this works in a practical way. Uh, listen, we, we have to get along with people. Interesting, as we look at the, the, the dimensions here of the love of God, two of these are vertical. The depth of the love of God, that's God correcting me, and then God lifting me, that is the height of God's love, which is His faith. And then there are the other two, which are horizontal, that is the guarding of the love of God and the giving of the love of God. So uh, the, those two dimensions have to do with our relationship with human beings. Uh, you're not guarding uh, God when love guards. Uh, you're, you're guarding things that people might do or things that maybe the devil tries to do. But the point that I want to make is, is that God gives you his love to lift you to a height so that you are now able, you don't have the ability if you don't get this, you are now able to carry out the instructions that he puts in front of you. Listen to this one. Romans 12, 15, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Now, I can tell you from experience that the first part of this verse is hard for most people to do. Most people have a difficult time rejoicing when other people are rejoicing. When I first moved to Tulsa back in 1978, I had hopes of not only being what I was hired to do was a children's minister and a youth minister. I had those two assignments. I also wanted to get to preach, and I wanted to be an associate pastor. That's really what I wanted to do. 
And, and the pastor wasn't decided yet as to whether or not it would be me in that role or another person in that role. And he had a Sunday night service. He was going to give one of the two of us. He let me preach, and then he let the other guy preach. Well, I got to tell you, hands down, the other guy was better than me. He was more equipped than me. I, I could see it. The anointing of God uh, to minister and that capacity was on him in a way that surpassed what was on me. I wasn't ready. And my first reaction was a natural human reaction. It was to be jealous. And I was hurt, deeply hurt, because I thought, you know, I didn't get to preach hardly ever in the church that I came from. I think I preached six times in eight years. And uh, so now I'm here in, in this place, and I'm not going to get to do it either. And I didn't. I preached six times in maybe three years here. So uh, I didn't get that opportunity like I wanted. But you know what I did? I decided I was going to rejoice in another man's blessing, and I didn't want to. It wasn't something that I felt like doing. I chose to do it. I made myself do it. And I'm going to tell you what happened. I become very close with the man that I rejoiced over, and he became really more instructive to me than my senior pastor. I learned more from him because I honored him and I saw the calling of God on his life and the gifts of God in him, and, and, and he was a real blessing to me because I rejoiced in his blessing. And a lot of people cannot do that, Re rejoice uh, with those who rejoice. I remember when Church on the Move, the church that I started in 1987, when we began to grow along about mm, 1990, we really began to explode. We hit a couple of thousand people in 1990. And up until that time, we'd been a much smaller church, and everybody was fine with me. They, they, they were cheering for me. But everything changed with some people. Not everybody, but with certain people, there were, and I'm talking about pastors, they did not like it that my church grew like this. They wanted me to stay sweet and small, and it didn't happen. And there was some insecurity over that. And, it, and you know what? It's all too common. It's not unique to me. It happens all the time. And uh, I could fall into that same thing. I learned something. We were the flavor of the month for a good long while. And after we'd been around for a while, somebody else starts up a church and they become the flavor of the month. And so it's very easy not to rejoice when someone else is being blessed. So the first part of this verse is something you can only do if you are willing to see something about the character of God. And that is that God blesses us all. He does not have to take my blessing to give it to you. He can bless us both at the same time. So unhappiness over the promotion of a fellow believer is a manifestation of unbelief. And what happens then is we want to see people fall. Proverbs 24, 17 and 18 says this, Do not rejoice when your enemy falls, and do not let your heart be glad when he stumbles, lest the Lord see it and it displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. And so we don't want to see other people bite the dust, and sometimes it happens. Sometimes people who've attacked you wind up biting the dust. One thing you will have to guard yourself against is rejoicing over their falling. You can't do that. Coach yourself, on the other hand, to rejoice in the blessing of God on other people. First uh, Corinthians 10, 24, this is the NIV. Nobody should seek his own good, but the good of others. In other words, you want to see other people blessed. Why is that? 
It is because the same God who blesses me can bless you, and he blesses you, he can bless me. I don't have to have your blessing. God is big enough to bless us all. But we're not on the same schedule. And sometimes your brother or sister in Christ, your coworker, someone near you gets a great promotion. Something comes to them. They get a new car, a new home. Uh, something wonderful happens for them. And you wanted that thing. It was something you had your heart set on, and it didn't come to you. And I've learned this. When God did not open doors for me, it's because he had a better door later on. But when you're very limited in experience, you don't know that. And so you become jealous and insecure because the door didn't open for you. And what I have found is if I will be steady, be patient, God has a door to open for me that will be everything I wanted and then some. But I have to learn to wait for that door and not become full of anxiety and full of envy because it didn't happen on the same schedule as someone else's blessing. The Bible says that he brings forth his fruit in his season. That's Psalm 1. That means that we don't always have great breakthroughs in every season. We have seasons of breakthrough. You know where we get in trouble? We compare ourselves to others. And we almost always compare ourselves when someone else is doing great. Teddy Roosevelt wrote this, the com comparison is the thief of joy. And, you know, typically we don't compare ourselves when another person is really suffering. We don't say, well, let's take a look here. Ooh, boy, they're having it bad and I'm having it good. I'm so, thank God. Uh, we don't normally do that. We normally compare when someone else is experiencing something great. So don't fall into that. So you got to understand this. What's good for your brother and sister is good for you too. The blessing of the Lord, and it helps me to see this, is not a seesaw. In other words, a lot of people see the blessing of God like a seesaw, that when my end goes up, oh no, the end on my brother goes down. So therefore, when I see my brother's seesaw lifted up, that means mine is going down. That's not so. That's not how God works. God doesn't use that. He uses this to bless us. The blessing of the Lord makes a person rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. In other words, it's not just my sorrow. It's nobody has to be sorrowful because I get blessed. God can bless us all at the same time. So love rejoices when another person is blessed, and love learns to rejoice when we're not experiencing that breakthrough at the moment, knowing that God is good. And again, when you've lived as long as I have, you know there's a reason that it's not coming as quickly as you want, and it's because something better is just around the corner. That's a good way to think, isn't it? Something better is just around the corner. You need to expect that. That's all I've got for this message, but I'll see you tomorrow with another one. Thanks.
I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.